Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome, everyone, to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, none other than Dr. Tavara Johnson. And you guys know me. I'm always excited for my shows because they have a very special guest. I'm telling you, she's walking in her God-given purpose, and she's making a lie. She's making an impact in the lives of so many. Um, I want to welcome Reverend Daniel to the show, and indeed, it's a pleasure to have you here with me this evening. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Well, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, and I'm grateful that you're back again. Cause it's not yet; this is your second time around, so I'm truly grateful for you gracing um, the platform and just for you to be here to share with our listening audience tonight in terms of you know whatever God has laid on your heart, um, just on any words of inspiration as well as motivation that I know will help to catapult them to that next level. Now, before we go ahead and get started, I just want you to introduce yourself, you know, to our listening audience and let them know a little bit of what it is that you do and who Reverend Daniels is. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you. Thank you again. So my name is Reverend Allison G. Daniels. I am the CEO and founder of AGD Publishing Services, which was founded during the pandemic back in 2019. Um, it is a publishing company, so I help um, authors, new and inspiring authors, to write their book, share their book, and um, tell their story. I am also the creator of the 30-Day Write to Finish book writing program. But God has blessed me and my husband. We both have two beautiful queens, Christian and Demona. I am the caregiver for my mom and dad, and um, I am also um, the founder of Allison Daniels Ministry. So I kind of wear a lot of hats, but I have been blessed to um, assist and help others in getting their story out. Wow. That am- that's definitely amazing. That number one, of course, you said you, you know, came about in the pandemic. Uh, so that's number one. <laughs> and, um, you know, just the importance of, I guess, you know, like in terms of sharing your story. And so I want to know, you know, for the any aspiring authors who may be out there. I just want you to share with them, you know, the importance of sharing their story and even some of the places or doors that can even open just by them sharing their story as an author. Well, what I would say to them is that speaking your truth, writing your truth down is you leaving a legacy for others to be able to read your story and to hear it from you. What um, are the benefits of you doing that is, number one, you get to tell your story from your perspective. Number two, you also, um, writing a book, you become an expert in that field. Number three, one of the other things that I share with the um, authors is that it opens up other platforms for you to go and speak on. So there are so many different things that come out of you writing a book. Even if you were just in an anthology, you can take that chapter and be on other platforms because you're talking about 
that specific chapter that you um, have the experience in. So there are a lot of different things that you could do with, you know, you writing a book or you writing a chapter. And so I always encourage um, my students after they finish my 30-day write-to-finish book writing program, get into an anthology or, or start writing your book, but start, begin. Don't just um, take the class or, you know, um, start writing and then stop. Complete what you have started. And this is the year and the season for you to write your story, share your story, and get your story published. I think that's amazing because one of the things I realized with, you know, us as humans, some people are just really a horde of information. Like they go from master class to master class and they don't do any type of um, implementation as it relates to the work or whatever they would have learned. Um, and that's really kind of defeating the purpose. I just, you know, kind of having the information, but you're not doing anything with it. And so, you know, for those, and then also you talked about, um, it has been an author, <laughs> like sharing your truth. You know, sometimes this could be a little, you know, it could be a little tricky, <laughs> but, you know, I do believe that it's always good to share your truth. But what are some of the things that persons can be mindful of, I would say, especially when you talk about, you know, writing a, writing a book. There are some persons who write their life story, which is nothing, nothing is wrong with that. Uh, but when you do that and then you begin to, you know, pretty much put other characters in, in the book, you may not necessarily call their names as well as you may or you may not. But what are some of the things that persons who may be saying, you know, when I want to get into a book, I really want to share their story because, again, it's all about sometimes just being candid as well. But what are some of the things that they should look for or be mindful of, especially when you talk about sharing your truth? Because as we all know, um, you know, sometimes, sometimes there could be variations of the truth depending on how long, you know, these events might have taken place as well. Um, and, I'm, I, and I'm only asking this question, too, because you want to make sure that, you know, you don't kind of get into any legal issues either. So what are, what are some of the things that persons should be mindful of, especially when you talk about writing a, a book that could be on your personal life story, whereas other persons, you know, you may bring in other characters in, in, in this particular uh, books that they're writing. Um, so one of the things that I try to tell the authors is, especially the ones that um, have come through the publishing company, even though you're writing and speaking your truth, still be mindful of, you know, how you word it, uh, how you're going to say it, how it's going to come across. Not saying for you to be ashamed or back up, but I believe that when you tell your story, you also want people to be healed from telling your story. So if you're kind of, you know, bashing someone or, you know, hating on someone, then I, I really don't know if you're healed at that point because you want to make sure that when you're sharing it, you do want people to be able to get something out of it. And if they're only getting all of the negative part, then, what did they learn from you sharing your story? And even with the name, I don't ever recommend that you use the true name, and that's to protect you, that's to protect the, the um, well, maybe you may not want to protect the other person, but still that's to protect you, uh, the publishing company. I just recommend that you use um, other names. Now, the person still may know who, they're talk who you're talking about. Maybe they will 
maybe they won't. I just believe that there's another way for it to be said and for you to be able to um, still get out what you're trying to say and for the person to be able to understand what they're reading that, okay, well, this person did go through this da-da-da-da-da, and it may have been so-and-so, but they made it through. So I, I, I try to make sure that it's a, you're telling your truth, but you're also trying to help someone. Because your story is not really your story. We kind of hear that all the time. Your story, your story is your story, but your story may not be for you. It's for someone else. And so mm-hmm. I, I really recommend that they don't really, you know, put the true names in there. And some people still want to try to do that. And um, we have to kind of look deeper into that legally to see how that's done. I think you mentioned something that was really good where you talked about, you know, the healing part of it. Because um, I do think sometimes, you know, some persons, they want to take to writing a book and they're not healed. Now, I do know that there are times that you could probably be writing a book and in you writing, you gain your healing. But in yeah. terms of being mindful, you said what you're saying uh, in the book, because if it comes off across the negative, I mean, times out, people are going to be saying, people are going to say that, you know, you're not healed. And like you mentioned earlier, what is it that you want, you know, persons reading the book to learn as they, um, you know, read the book? And so I think that's a very good um, advice that you would have given to those maybe listening in it. You know, they decide to say, well, you know what, I want to write a book. Like, what are some of the things to be my blood? Because we're in a season now or a time now, I should say, where everyone wants to speak their truth, right? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with it, but you have to be mindful as to how yeah. you are speaking your truth. Um, like you mentioned, to protect them, you know, for persons to protect themselves as well as the publishing company who they may choose to to utilize. So I think that is really good. And then you have, you know, some of the uh, the companies. I'm sure, you know, they use like legal teams and all these other things of that because it's it's it can be very detrimental. And so if you're tuning in and you're listening and you say, hey, I want to write my book, I'll be mindful of some of the things that you know Reverend Daniels would have shared and talked about. Um, as you go ahead and you share your story and as you um, speak your truth, you know. Now, one of the things that you you had mentioned about um, Reverend Daniels is you talked about persons doing an anthology. As I want to say, now, I know I know you've wrote uh, several books, like several bestseller books, and I want to say to you congratulations on all of them. But I know you do have a you're welcome. I think you have a lot out there. Um, but I want to say to you congratulations on your new anthology titled Women Be Free. Um, I love the title. And I really want you to share with us the inspiration behind this particular anthology. Because I know you have a lot of books, <laughs> you know. But yes. what is the inspiration this particular one? Well, listen, I always share with people that my inspiration comes from God. So I'm always waiting on God to, you know, give me my next title or, you know, what is the season for me to release what needs to be released in this season. And so we had just finished, um, I had just finished the anthology Unshakable Faith. And um, Mm -hmm. before that, I had the series Empowered to Win. And God said, okay, so now that they're empowered to win, we want to talk about the unshakable faith. And now that we, we've handled unshakable faith, we want the women to be free. Because, you know, you can say that you're free, 
and still be bound. Yes. So yes. this book is Women Be Free, Free to Live, Free to Laugh, and Free to Level Up. So free to live is you being free and not being bound by the things that are going on in the world because, again, we can be free, but there are still some things that, no, I can't do that, but I can do this. No, I can't speak there, but I can speak there. So we're still kind of picking and choosing how we're to be free. But God wants you to be free, totally free, free from everything that's around you or everything that, that is trying to hold you down. And then um, free to laugh. Sometimes we're not laughing enough so that we can just release it from us. Okay, devil, well, you know, you tried that. Ha, ha, it didn't work. God has me covered. You know, I'm protected. And, And free to level up. This is a season, I believe, definitely for women, um, to empower women, I believe that it's our time for us to level up on our gifts, level up on what you know that God has already called you to do. Level up on the assignment. Level up and, and, you know, be free to be you so that you can move into what God has called you to do. So there are six women on this anthology, including myself, and um, they're going to be talking about uh, their faith have been tested by life disappointments, outcomes, and setbacks, yet they were ready to be free, are free, and ready to share their story, their God-given story, and um, in hopes that when you read their story, you will begin to be free because that, that, there has to be a process that starts because you don't just automatically be free. It, it, you really have to work on being loose from the hands of the enemy and then never looking back. And that takes a process. It takes time. It takes you praying. It takes you, you know, speaking and communing with God and um, allowing him, you know, to minister to you. So this book is going to be powerful. I know I probably said about all the other books, but that's because God has his hands on it. So I just speak (laughs) what he tells me to say. You know, um, it definitely is, especially when you talk about being free, and I love that you shared because the, the thing about it is, you know, like you mentioned, people may be freed in situations, right? Um, but they may not be freed in their mind, you know. And as you know, we, we see this even with, um, when we look in the Bible, when we look at uh, Joseph, right? He was in the prison. So he might have been locked up in the prison, but in his mind, he was free, you know. And so you have to get to the space where, because you, you talked about, you know, where persons aren't. Um, confined or bound to to what's happening in the world, and that's pretty much the same situation or scenario that he had going on. And so I think uh, this book will be great in helping people to, you know, be free and knowing that whatever situation that you may be that you may be in or even experiencing, uh, you don't have to be. Once your mind is free, you're still free. That means it's really not what you're what you're experiencing on the outside isn't affecting what's happening on the inside. And so I think that is. Um, that is extremely important. But one of the things I want you to, you know, to share with us or some advice that you could provide, you know, for someone who may say, you know what, I am really struggling being free. Uh, I want to be free. I don't know what to do to be free. I don't know where to go to be free. I don't know who to talk to to be free. You know, if someone is listening in and they would have heard even some of the things that you've shared thus far, but they're still struggling to be free, what advice? 
I want you to provide them, you know, with some advice as to how they can, can really be free or the steps that they can take. Um, well, one of the steps that I would say is definitely, you know, to spend time in prayer, spend time um, talking to God about your concerns. I'm a journal writer, writing, so I love writing, so I write things down and um, meditating on God's word. Find a scripture that pertains to what you're going through or that if you haven't doubt, if you haven't um, doubt about being free, find a scripture that specifically pertains to what you're going through and then meditate on that scripture and talk to God about that. Another thing is, you know, I think we get caught up on social media. You just may have to come <laughs> off of social media for 20 days, 30 days. You just may have to turn your TV off. If you're used to looking at the TV, uh, television show from 7 to 9 in the morning or, you know, 10 to 1, then you just may have to turn that off and use that time to um, read the scriptures, to, you know, play your uh, gospel music. You just have to find that time where you have shut everything down. And I think social media, and, and I don't have anything against social media because that's how I get the word out on a lot of things that I'm doing, but I also manage my time. And it's time yeah. management. If we don't learn how to manage our time, social media and being on the different platforms will take up your time. And before you know it, you will become um so exhausted and so um, overwhelmed because you'll look back over that day and you'll say to yourself, because I've done it, you'll say to yourself, what have I really done today, you know, to get me mm -hmm. to my next level or to get me to what I believe God has called me to do because you've taken your eyes off of what God has called you to do and you're spending too much time on social media, just different places that you're going to. We just have to stop. <laughs> I, I just say, you know, pray, um, find a scripture that pertains to what you're going through, meditate on that, turn the TV off, turn the um, iPhone off or whatever type of phone you have, and um, start writing things down, you know, write the vision down. And those are like a lot of Everything that I'm saying is what I actually do and what I've had to do. So that that's what I would say. Hmm. That's really good. Um, you know, when we talk about social media, you know, this could be a serious distraction. Um, you know, when we talk about social media, we know that, you know, sometimes a lot of people, they – yeah, I, I always call, I mean, so yes, like you said, social media is a place that you, you know, you get the word out, you share different things, you know, but social media, because it sometimes is a place where some people compare, you know, what they have going on to other people, well, you know, comparing their lives to other people's lives, and all of this causes the bondage that they would have, you know, that some people may have even as they navigate. And so I think having, you know, I totally agree. There's nothing wrong with having the detox from social media, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. um, gosh, you need to detox with a purpose. So if you're listening and you said, you know what, maybe I should take some time off from social media. Why are you taking the time off? You know, always have the have your why in mind, you know. Um, and then, like you mentioned about having scriptures, 
I believe that everything that we go through, we can find a scripture in the Bible for. Um, and yeah. so I think that is, you know, it's really good. I think a lot of things that we experience is, isn't anything new under the sun when it comes to God. These are things that, you know, a person in the Bible would have went through themselves. And so, you know, I do believe that all of that can really help with an individual being free um, and on the whole being free to laugh. And do you think that for some persons, you know, when it comes to their freedom, um, even persons who may be, you know, God is, let's just say, for example, like God is blessing them, um, that they may be challenged with even expressing themselves or having the freedom of even saying, hey, God has blessed me um, with whatever it may be, right? Because I know sometimes people may tend to feel guilty, you know, about um, concerning that, you know, concerning things that God is doing in their mind. They've prayed, they've fasted, they've sowed, they've done everything that they were supposed to do, but sometimes people still aren't free to um, share what God is doing in their life. Do you think that that's something that is that something that you see happening a lot with some with some some person? Yes, I, I really do. I think um, again, not to say anything against social media, but I think a lot of people are comparing themselves to what they see. They're comparing themselves to, you know, things that they're hearing and, you know, again, watching the things that are going on. And sometimes what I, um, you know, tell people that, I, that I'm even clients, that I'm even working with, that are trying to build their business, their coaching business, their publishing business, I try to tell them, step away, in order for you to build a business, in order for you to get healed on some things that you're uh, dealing with, you have to step away and take that time for self-care. And I think mm. we don't spend enough time on self-care because the world, we're so busy. It's, I mean, from the time you wake up to the time you lay down, there's always something that you could do, something that you could be doing, but you have to be able to take that time, that self-care time to be able to minister to yourself. Like, I'm a minister, mm. but I still have to take time to minister to Allison, to talk to Allison, you know, to look in the mirror and say, you're going to be okay. You can do this. This is how it's going to be done. You know, I still have to, um, you know, take that time to be to myself. I tell um, and my daughters and my husband can co-sign to this. Every year I go away. One weekend in January, I go away, just me and God. That's it. I take a weekend. I've been doing that thing for, I don't know, 15, 20 years now, where I just uh, rent out a room, hotel room, take my books, take my Bible, take my radio, and I'm just in that room listening for what God has for me, what God is speaking to me about for the whole year. So sometimes people mm-hmm. are like, well, how come you have all of these anthologies? How come you know which book to put out next? Because I trust him, I depend on him, and I've already you know, had my time with God. So I'm not out of season in what I'm doing. I'm in line and in order with what he has given me to do. Now, I may not act right then and there, you know, but um, most of the time I'm listening to what God is telling me to do. So I think um, we just have to take that self-care time, turn the phone off, step away from social media, stop comparing ourselves because I – 
I think you and I both know this. Everything that we see on social media is not not everything that a person is really doing. Some people are only showing on. you their good parts. <laughs> They're only showing you what they need you to see. That's it. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. They've yeah. cut out some yeah. other stuff. Mhm, and, and you know it's, it's so true. And so, I mean, I'm glad you shared that because you know, for you know, if you're tuning in, we don't want you to. At least I don't want you to, you know, compare what you see or you know compare what you're seeing on social media to what you have going on because not everyone is. You know, I like to say they're not who they post to be. You know, they're not who they're really posting to be. And so you have to be mindful of that. Know who you are. And as you continue to spend time in the presence of God with him, finding out, like, you know, Reverend Allison said, you know, she takes time out. And so once you once you take time out for yourself and to hear what God is saying, you know, it, it'll be so much easier for you. Like, things will come, you know, so much more easier for you. And you would, you would find yourself not um, getting or falling into the comparison trap. You know, and so I pray that all of this that we're speaking on, they have definitely – um, you know, assisted you all who are listening in with that. Now, um, Miss Reverend Daniels, now I have a another question I want to ask you, right? So you're working on anthology, or at least you, you know, you, you work on several anthology. And of course you work with women. And I know that, you know, sometimes you know, the the saying or people like to say it's difficult to collaborate with other women, right? <laughs> and so I wanna know <laughs> I want to know for you, you know, your thoughts on this as well as, you know, if there are other women who are out there who, are, again, who are struggling, you know, they desire to collaborate with other women, they don't know how to, they've been burned before, what advice would you give to them so that they're able to still, you know, collaborate with others? Because I do believe that this is really the season even now for collaboration. So what I would say um to, to women that are struggling and going through that because, again, I hear it all the time, well, I don't want to be on that uh, book with all of those women. That's a whole lot of attitude. That's a whole lot of da-da-da-da-da. But I'll say don't miss your assignment. Don't miss what God has called for you to do. But in collaborating, that was one of the things that I would always say to myself. That's why we have to be careful what we are speaking of speaking over our own selves? What are we saying to ourselves in our private time? Because I used to always say, I'm going to say probably 18 to 19 growing up, I would say, I don't want to be, I don't want to deal with no women. I don't want to have to deal with them. Women are this and women are that. I'm going to just move on. And who has God Mm. (laughs) called me to minister to? (laughs) Who has God um, blessed me to collaborate and to be able to assist in getting their story out? So we have to be careful on the things that we speak about. So in collaborating, there are so many different women that you will meet on a collaboration that could just well change the very um, uh, trajectory of your life. I've met so many different women from everywhere, different states, out of country, that have been able to, first of all, pour back into me, And then secondly, Mm. connect me to other people that can have me on their platform. So don't miss collaborating with other women. I think it starts from the visionary author. See, if the visionary author is focused in on their vision and what God has called them to do, and when it all comes together, 
the, the peacefulness and the prayer time that the visionary author have spent making sure that everyone is on one accord, I don't believe that you will have a problem. I haven't personally had a problem, but I have had to tell people no, that they could not be on my anthology. And let me tell people why I have said that, because I, had a, um, I have a relationship with God, and I talked to God about it, and it, I wasn't at peace with that person being on my anthology. And if I'm not at peace, and I've already spoken to God, I don't need anyone else to tell me, just let her be on there. That's not going to happen because I've already, mm-hmm. um, you know, I already have the approval of God. It's a no. So once you have, um, you know, a- a collaborating, it's not as hard as people think, but I do believe that it starts with the visionary author to, to make that difference. And if you've heard from God and God has directed you and ordered your steps and how everything, you know, plays a part, it, it'll work out. It'll work out. But don't miss your assignment. Don't miss your blessing because you think that um, it's too many women on a, a book or too many women, everyone want to tell their story. I strategically set things out, specifically um, different platforms to know which one God wants each author to be on. So I can tell mm-hmm. God. I mean, that's, that's the only thing I can really say <laughs> You know, I lay my dates out. I, I, I talk to God. Um, who should I reach out to for my authors to be on the different platforms? Because I don't want them to, you know, get on a platform and someone says something that doesn't line up with God and, and it hurts their feelings and so on. So I've already prayed and, you know, you know, laid it before God, before it even comes out. You know, and I think that I love what you said, like, don't miss your assignment um, because, you know, you feel like, okay, it's too much women. And you really don't know where, where it would take you, you know. So I think a lot of people have to get over that fear, um, yeah. you know, that that is what they would experience, you know, because that's not always – I mean, that's not always the case. I've worked with, you know, different I've worked in anthologies other women. And some of them I didn't I didn't have to really I mean, because I wasn't a visionary for I didn't have to do do as much work with yes, we came together when we had to come together. And I'm still friends with some of them now, you know. So, you know, you really don't wanna miss that because a lot of times the enemy gets us into thinking that, well, you know, if you do this, um, nah, I shouldn't do that but or that it would be some sort of negative, um, experience that you would have when actually it could be an open door for your next level. Like you mentioned, you work with so many people all over the world. And so these are the things that happen, you know, and so definitely uh, thank you so much for sharing that. And I know those who are listening and particularly the women, <laughs> you know, um, I believe that it's a step to want to move forward and so go ahead and do other uh, work that they have to do with, with other women. You know, so definitely thank you so much for sharing that. Now, I want to know for you, you know, what would you say or consider to be one of your biggest accomplishments out of all of the things that you've done um, thus far, you know, the accolades, everything, what would you consider to be one of your biggest accomplishments thus far? Wow, because um, you're right. God has blessed me to do a lot of things. But my greatest accomplishment would be my two daughters. Um, seeing them, you know, walking, well, one is younger, she's 18, 
but to still see them walk in their calling and to um, be free to be, to be who they are, who God has called them to be. It's knowing that, you know, my, my daughters, my, our queens, you know, are not, um, you know, entangled in anything and that they're, you know, trusting God and walking with God. Because if I haven't done anything and I've, you know, ministered to everyone all over the world, but I haven't started here at home, then I really haven't done anything. So um, being able to pour into them and then see them, you know, use what I have been given from God to give to them, you know, that's my greatest accomplishment because if I don't do anything else, I really want to see that my daughters are free. You know, women be free. The conference um, that I started in 2018 was because of what God gave me, because they were going through some things dealing with, you know, self-esteem and, you know, mom, what should I do and da-da-da-da-da. But God said start the conference. Start bringing women to the conference and allowing them to tell their story, to share their story. Again, I was like, you know, I don't really want to be bothered with women. <laughs> but God blessed me with a few beautiful queens. So, you know, and when I started it, just look at it. It's just taking off. I'm meeting a lot of different women, and I believe women are so powerful, you know, that they, they we make a difference. You know, our stories yeah. make a difference. We're we're survivors. We're um we're strong people, you know, and we're stronger together. Yeah. So that's my greatest accomplishment. My two daughters. Out of all the things I've done, um, it's seeing them free. No, oh, that's important because, you know, a lot of people, especially persons who are, you know, entrepreneurs or influence or whatever, you know, name people choose to call them, um, a lot of people sometimes tend to neglect home, right? And we know that home is really our first ministry. Home is a place where you need to, (laughs) I know sometimes home could be familiar, but at the same time, you know, you're supposed to have an impact on home first before you do the outside world, you know? And so I think that's really powerful um, what you would have shared just now, because you know, for for people who may say, you know what, well, let me. I'm not concerned with home. I'm not concerned about my family. Let me just go out there. But no, you have to take care of home first. You know, even even if they decide to reject you, the whole point is at least you try to take care of home first. Yeah. You know? Um, but not just neglecting working on on your home or your family. And so, thank you so much for sharing that because it shows that you even making sure that you have balance. And that's one of the things that. And, you know, and, again, it's all tied to the self-care attention. A lot of times we don't have balance or we don't know how to prioritize. And so, um, you know, thank you for for sharing for sharing all of that uh, today, you know. And so I'm grateful for you coming on today. It was an amazing, amazing interview. You've definitely left us with so much, you know, words of wisdom and nuggets as well as powerful advice. And so I know persons who are out there who were kind of on the fence, ah, should I do a book? Should I not do a book? I'm sure they probably have made up their mind, um, you know, as to what they're going to do in terms of moving forward. And so definitely thank you so much for, for joining me um, today. But before we go, I just want you to let our listening audience know of any upcoming events that you have, how they can get in contact with you, how they can stay connected with you, and even how they can find your books as well as your social media 
um, platforms and handles. Okay, well, thank you so much um, for having me. I count it an honor, so I'm super excited about that. So I can be found on all social media, allisongdaniels.com or um, www.allisongdaniels.com. Also, the book will be coming out, Women Be Free will be coming out on January the 19th, and that will be on Amazon.com and on um, my website. Then I am the forward author and publisher of another book, The Empowered Me, that will be coming out on January the 26th. That will be on Amazon and on the um, website, too. Also, um, I will have other anthologies that will be coming out. So stay in touch, you know, DM me, whatever you would like, but make sure that you continue to um, trust God and share what God has given you to share so that someone else may be healed with your story. Wow, that is amazing, amazing. So everyone be sure to to connect with uh, Reverend Daniels because you don't want to miss it. If you want to be a part of an anthology, go ahead and send an email or inbox her. Um, I know it's definitely going to be a a blessing. And everyone, thank you so much just for tuning in to today's amazing show with my special guest, Reverend Daniels. You know, be sure to join me every week here on Emergence Radio Talk. You know that this is the show where you'll be inspired to emerge, occupy, and take dominion. Uh, for those that this is your first time listening in, I pray it won't be your last. And I will see you here again uh, next week. If you desire to connect with me, you can do so on my social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn. <laughs> um, you know, I'm the Tavara Johnson. I'll talk to Tavara Johnson. Or you can send me an email at info at TavaraJohnson.com, as well as you can visit my website at TavaraJohnson.com. I look forward to connecting with you if you desire um, coaching, leadership, training, personal development. You know, I'm here, and I really am I'm, I'm looking forward to connecting as well as working with all of you. And so, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in, and have a wonderful evening. Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Radio Talk. For more information on Emergence Radio Talk, Emergence Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at tavarajohnson.com or follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. That's Tavara Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining.